is up, sister friend? I am so glad you're here and welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. My name is Cassie and I'm a former speech language pathologist who left my nine to five to pursue my passion as a virtual health and wellness coach, business mentor, and work at home mama to my son, Jax. I am so pumped to share with you all things business, confidence, mindset, and spirituality. If you're ready to put the soul and joy back into your life and business, this is the place for you. Welcome and let's do this thing. Hi there and welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Biltz, and today I am so excited for our guest, my friend Chelsea Chiplin, who I have known for probably over a year now. We're both a part of a transformational coaching program and we connected in the Facebook group and we started following each other on Instagram. I think I started stalking her and then we just hit it off and we've become friends ever since. So welcome, Chelsea. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. We're so glad you're here. And Chelsea is a transformational coach and hypnotherapist. She's actually made a hypnosis for me before. And she is what I like to refer to as the self-love queen. So if you actually, Chelsea, share with them your Instagram handle, just because your Instagram is one of my all-time favorites to follow for all things self-love. So my Instagram is thehappybabe underscore. And it's all things self-love, happiness, joy, and I would say freedom. Yeah, it's so good. You have to follow. There's so many shareable quotes and stuff. And that's why I love to look at it every day. Uh, Thank you. So today we're going to dive into just more about self-love and Chelsea's journey with that as an entrepreneur, but also just as a female, because that's one of the biggest lessons that I think we've both learned on our entrepreneurial journey is how important self-love is, but nobody ever talks about it. You know, it's not a conversation that usually comes up in most podcasts or even on when I'm following other entrepreneurs on social media, but it's the number one thing that once I mastered, well, I haven't mastered it. I feel like we can always work on loving ourselves more, but once I realized that I wanted to work on self-love and I did, that's when my income grew. That's when my business grew and things really, really took off. And I know the same was the case for you. So if you could just share with us your journey into realizing you needed to work on your self-love and how that looked for you. So how it looked was about four years ago, I really started to dive deep into the self-development realm of things. And I was in a very abusive relationship with myself, if, if anything. And I attracted, therefore, an abusive partner. And it just wasn't in alignment with who I truly was. And I knew I needed change. So that was when I went on to my journey of self-discovery and really opening up the doors to self-love and working on, it really started with my fitness journey. And then I started to really work on the mindset. And then I started to really, really become close with the universe and connecting to that sort of Um, thing. So I definitely think that it's been an amazing journey and I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. And you said I was also in an abusive relationship when I was younger, which was kind of the beginning of when I started to work on this, although it really has been more in the past year, but was there ever like, a? people refer to it as their rock bottom 
Was there ever a rock bottom moment where you were like, I seriously cannot keep treating myself this way. And that's when things changed or was it more of a gradual thing? Um, for me, I think it was definitely a moment of depression. I was finding myself just laying in bed all the time, self-loathing, self-hating, wondering why me, why me, why is this happening to me? And it wasn't until I did kind of hit that rock bottom where it's like, no, you're the one who saves yourself. Nobody can save you. You have to save you. Yeah. I it was literally like a voice from, it wasn't my voice. It was the universe telling me this. So it was quite fascinating to go through that. That's awesome. I've had that happen too, where I'm, I don't know what you want to call it. When, when you can hear things, well, that makes me sound like I'm bananas, but, <laughs> but I get my intuitive downloads and sometimes they are a voice outside leave me. Like when I met my husband, I remember I didn't know him at all, but I saw him at a party. And he was sitting across the room from me. And this voice literally outside my head was like, you're going to marry him. And it was so weird. It literally, I got scared and I looked around me. I was like, who was that? <laughs> and then we ended up dating like two years later, but yes, I definitely know what that's like. And it's really cool experience when it happens. Now, was there, where do you think it stems from? Was it something you were taught as a child or was it just, you were never taught to love yourself. So then you started to fall into a pattern of not. Uh, definitely, I was never taught to love myself. Nobody teaches you this. You don't learn this sort of thing in school. My parents did not teach me this. It's really, truly, it was a journey of self-discovery, right? And diving deep within my own self-worth and why I wasn't feeling worthy, right? So I really had to figure out where that was stemming from. So lots of inner child healing is what I had to do. Um, lots of peeling the layers back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you had to go within. And do things that we don't want to do. <laughs> look at the things we don't want to look at. Absolutely. And low self-worth is just another side effect of lack of self-love. And it's something that so many people struggle with and they have no idea. No, I know for me, if you would have said a year and a half ago, you have low self-worth, I would have been like, you're freaking crazy because on the outside, I was confident. I'm an achiever. Like there's nothing in my life that was going terribly wrong. But once I started to peel back the layers, like you're saying, I realized, whoa, I do have really low self-worth. Anytime you're people pleasing usually comes from low self-worth, which I did a lot of. Or I would achieve because achievement gave me my sense of worth, which I did a lot of. So it can manifest in all sorts of different ways. And I think we're just so many people, we aren't taught this. Like you said, like nobody teaches us that you're supposed to care about yourself. And one of my favorite quotes is we take care of what we love mm -hmm. from our wonderful Lisa Carpenter. <clears throat> and that I spent a lot of my life not taking care of myself. Yes. Yeah, I feel that too. And we treat ourselves like we love ourselves. Exactly what you just said, right? We take care of the things we love. Yeah. So yeah. when you were in that challenging, abusive relationship, how did you start to kind of put the pieces back together so that you could make yourself a priority and love yourself enough to leave? Well, for, for that situation, I... It truly was like, a, 
I really had to escape from that relationship. It was very, very, like I said, not a good situation to be in. And I did start that journey. I left the relationship and really, like I said, started this journey of diving deep into working on my body. If anything, it was more so starting the journey of working on my body first. And then I didn't get into the mindset stuff until probably a couple of years later, which was the most pivotal moment for me. So being in the program that we were both a part of, right? Mm -hmm. That's when I really, truly learned to love myself. So, yeah. I when, did, when did you decide, because you're a hypnotherapist, yeah. at what point did you become a hypnotherapist or get into hypnotherapy? Because I know for me, I'm, pers I'm currently getting certified as a hypnotherapist, but what got me into it initially was I really wanted to work on my self-worth and loving myself. And yeah. hypnotherapy was the best way to do it. It is amazing how quickly things can shift things that I had worked on for so long. And I would do like one therapy session in hypnosis and be like totally changed. So when did you decide to become a hypnotherapist and like, how did that happen for you? So that was pretty much right after I did leave the relationship, I decided to take that journey of going on and finding a hypnotherapist to work with. And he was amazing. He helped me with my confidence. And that was something I wanted to dive into deeper, learning why was my mind this way, right? Why am I this way? So I started to take the um, hypnotherapy training about a year and a half ago. And I became fully certified. I believe it was last summer. Last summer, I became fully certified as a hypnotherapist. And I've since then, I've been able to help people to dive into their journeys of loving themselves, which phenomenal. It's amazing that I get to now help old versions of me. Yeah. Oh, I just got chills. Because that's how you, I feel like that's a lot of the times how our dharma comes about, is it's yeah. what we struggled with. And then we finally overcome it. And then we can go on and help other people. And it's only because you've been there that you can actually connect with those people and really understand where they're coming from. Exactly. Yeah. We have to kind of go through that first before we can be able to help anybody. So yeah. Now, when it comes to, because this is a business podcast, I do want to ask you when it comes to your business and yeah. self-worth and loving yourself, what was the hardest thing to overcome or like the biggest challenge you faced where in terms of growing your business? So I would say that's an easy answer is what to charge. Oh, okay. For me, I, I always felt like I wasn't worthy enough to charge higher prices. But since working on my self-worth and loving myself, I now believe I'm worth way more than what I was originally charging. So that was a huge, huge up level for me. Yes. Oh my God. I love that because I love talking about money, <laughs> first of all. And I feel like so many times when somebody comes to me in their business and they're like, oh, I'm afraid to talk about money or I'm afraid that this is too expensive. It's never too expensive. That's really never the issue because there's a market for any price range. It's, do you feel worthy of charging that? And as I, same exact thing as you, as I started to increase my worth, my prices started to go up just naturally. Like it almost made me, it was silly to not charge more. Like 
it didn't even make sense that I was ever charging so little for some, some things, you know what I mean? And so often money issues are a self-worth issue and you don't even realize it. Yes. The two commingle. Absolutely. That's awesome. I love that. So what are some ways that you like some practices that you instill on a daily basis or weekly basis that help you love yourself and cultivate that? Because I do feel like it's a practice that you always work on, right? Yeah. So my, my daily practice has always been cultivating this morning routine, this routine of high vibrational um, rituals that I do, which includes I journal, I do my affirmations, I do my mirror work. Um, I'm always listening to something, some sort of mind food that's going to elevate me and make me feel really good inside. So that is definitely a huge part of my commitments every day. And always, of course, moving my body. So dancing has been huge and just getting up and grooving and just living life and having fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's definitely something that has helped me to find that confidence within. Yeah, I love that. And you mentioned mirror work, and I don't know that everybody knows what that is. Can you explain what your version of mirror work is? Okay, so my version of mirror work is that I tend to look in the mirror every day. It's mostly at night or in the mornings too, but usually it's at night right before I go to bed and I just do my, I love you, you are so worthy and you are so, you are enough. Those are the three things I always say to myself. And it's just, it's been powerful for me. Was it awkward at first? Because because I would say probably like a year and a half ago before I ever really, really got into this and started really working on this, I had, I listened to a podcast. I remember with who, and they were like, you have to look in the mirror for five minutes and say, you love yourself. And I was like, I did it for like two seconds. I was like, this is so uncomfortable. No, this is, this is not for me. And I never really went back and did it again. And occasionally, like if I'm trying on clothes, I'll compliment myself and point out things I love about myself versus the old me who would only point out things I don't love, but I definitely don't do nightly mirror work. And I'm like, is it awkward or is it just, it gets easier? You know what I mean? So the first time I ever did it, I did, I cried. I was, cause I didn't love myself. I didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, I did, I started to reprogram it into my mind that yes, I love you. I love myself. And I would actually do it naked. <laughs> and it truly, I would look at every body part and I would say, I love my lips. I love, you know, I love my thighs and I would just list all of the things that I loved about myself. And that, like I said, really helped me to increase that confidence in my body too. That's so powerful because as I'm always explaining to women, when I coach them, a little kid never thinks they don't love themselves. You know, like little, my son has, it's never occurred to him not to love himself. We learn that somewhere along the way and then it becomes our program and you get rid of that program, you just replace it with the new program, the new subconscious belief that you are loved. And that just takes practice and repetition and, and really doing the work that we're talking about here. So I think I'm going to have to try it and it's okay if it's awkward at first, <laughs> it'll get easier. 
you know, and what's that say about if I feel uncomfortable being in a mirror by myself, what's that say about my relationship with myself? You know, I still struggle to be with myself and it's gotten a lot better. So anybody listening, because you're all entrepreneurs, if you are a doer and if you are achiever in a busy body and you struggle to stop, be alone, do nothing, rest, then you're probably like me, which means you probably struggle to be in relationship with yourself. And that's why you stay so busy. And that's how I was, because that's what I was taught. And so I've had to slow down and really learn to be in relationship with myself, meaning spend time alone, be okay with just being with myself, not doing something all the time. And so this will actually be a great practice to take it to the next level of me being with myself and being okay with it and not being uncomfortable with myself. Yes. Love that. I love that. So what are your top books that you would recommend for somebody who wants to work on self-worth or self-love or even money mindset? Because I do feel like that's such an important component and it kind of goes into both. Okay. So I have two that I can name off the bat. So the one book that changed it all for me was love yourself like your life depends on it. (laughs) And there is another one. It's a money book, money, wealth, prosperity book. And it's called A Happy Pocket Full of Money. I just finished reading that one. And I also love, love yourself like your life depends on it. Oh, they're both incredible, incredible reads. Yeah. There's one more. Um, I do really like uh, Louise Hay. I believe her book is called You Can Heal Your Life. I've actually heard of that, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah, she's, she's got a really good book. All, all of her books are really good. Okay. I'm going to write that down because usually if I hear a book more than two or three times, that's a sign that I need to read it. And I've heard that one a lot very recently. (laughs) So obviously, obviously this is the sign right here. That's awesome. Okay. Well, thank you. That's awesome to know the different practices that we can put into play. And then I also wanted to ask you for, at the beginning, you said you did some like inner child work to help heal. Is that something that people really need to work with somebody to do? Or what would that look like for somebody who wanted to go down that path? Um, well, for me, I, I've seen so many different coaches, so many different healers over my four years of being on this journey. And there's just so much out there, right? There's Reiki, there's all sorts of quantum healing things you can do. And there's really just so much options. I believe there is lots of inner child coaches out there as well. Mm -hmm. any one off the bat that I could think of but it definitely would yeah for sure with their self-worth yeah that's what I did I saw this was before I knew you otherwise I probably would have worked with you um but I worked with a wonderful hypnotherapist to do inner child work to help with this self-worth that I was struggling with and it was phenomenal because I do think sometimes some of that stuff is in your subconscious so deep that it can really help to have a hypnotherapist. It's probably not required. Like I always feel like you have to trust your intuition and do what you feel called to do. And some people need that and some people don't. Yeah. You know, so it just depends on the person. And I feel like, well, I don't feel like I know that life is just a reflection of your identity and how you perceive yourself and your internal worth. And so as you increased your self-worth, did you notice that you started to attract 
different people into your business or into your life or relationships, things like that? Oh, everything changed. I now have a partner who he treats me like a queen. I have friends who are extremely high vibrational, you know, you included. Oh, thank you. Everything, <laughs> everything in my life has changed my relationship with myself, my relationship with family. My business has increased tenfold. I'm attracting people out of nowhere. That's the amazing part about it is you do, you become so magnetic and you just become a light in this world when you start to love yourself. People notice, people can see that. Yeah. I've had a lot of people say that in the past year, like, oh, something's changed. And I'm like, I don't feel like I necessarily do anything different. I don't show up any differently as far as like my actions, but the energy behind it is so much different. And who I am inside has definitely changed. And then I've definitely gotten comments and I feel like I do attract people because you attract basically what you are. So if you don't love yourself, you're going to find people and attract people, whether it's into your business or into your personal life who mirror that back to you. And I did that. My actually, my journey was, I, well, I was in an abusive relationship with a man for, for a while. Um, but my actual journey was more so with female relationships, which was really interesting um, because I have a lot of good female relationships, but then it seemed like I always attracted not so good ones, you know, and it was because of something that happened in my childhood and it somehow created this belief in me that I was unworthy of healthy female relationships. And then once I healed that and really loved myself and accepted myself, then I started to attract all these amazing women and it's just been incredible. And I also thought for a really long time for anybody listening who, again, is a big doer, working on yourself is not a waste of time (laughs) because for a long time I thought, well, I don't need that stuff. I don't need personal development. I don't need to work on myself. I don't have time for meditation. Don't even talk to me about hypnosis. I'm too busy building a business. And it wasn't until I kind of hit rock bottom with working and burnout that I was like, okay, maybe I need to make time for this. And if you make time for self-love, the payback, like Chelsea said, will be tenfold because things will start happening so much easier and you don't have to struggle so much. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes, totally. Did you ever get into that where you were just like a workaholic or was that not a behavior Um, that you had? I definitely was a overachiever always looking for that external validation from everybody around me and never looking within for that. Happiness was always, oh, buying the next big thing or buying the next vehicle or buying this. That's what I always thought happiness and self-love and self-worth was, but it was within. Isn't that freaking fascinating? Because I, it's like, it's almost like this big, treasure chest of everything we need has been within us the whole time. And we're running around in our human existence, like chickens with our head cut off, looking for this thing. And it's in us. And once I finally got that, I was like, holy shit, I just spent what, 29 years of my life looking for something that was in me the whole time. And nobody thinks to look there. Nobody thinks to look inside. You're so right. It blows my mind. Cause I was the same way out of curiosity, just cause I like to do rapid fire questions sometimes. Uh, what is your Enneagram number? I'm a seven. So I'm a natural born leader. I could feel that within my bones. Like I'm, I'm also a, I don't know if you know the, what are those called? The design, the human design type. Do you know yours? 
I don't. Well, I got it done a long time ago, but I don't remember what it is. I never got super into it. But yeah, the manifester is also the natural born leader. They're the fire starters. They're the, they're the ones that pave the path for the world. So I love that. I just got chills again. <laughs> That's cute. So Chelsea, before we wrap up, because I appreciate your time so much, do you have anything else that you want to share or any other little tidbits you want to leave our listeners with? No, I would just say that in order to change the world, we always think it has to be this big thing, but really it's just about changing ourselves. And that's how we change the world is by changing ourselves. So I would definitely leave you with that. And I'm honored to be here and thank you so much for your time and space. Well, thank you. Can you share with our listeners how they can get in touch with you? I know you said your Instagram handle. Can you say that one more time and then any other ways that they could get in touch with you? Yes. So I am at the happy babe underscore. And that's the only place for now that people can get a hold of me on Instagram. That's where I pretty much host my business. All everything is on there. So. Okay. Awesome. Yes. You guys have to go follow her because the content is amazing. And her Instagram stories are also the ones I watch every day and I don't watch very many stories. Um, just because I actually don't spend much time on social media, believe it or not. So I really look at yours and then maybe like two other people's and um, that's it. So definitely my favorite story. So go follow her. Thank you. All right, Chelsea, I will talk to you later. Thank you so much. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye.